0: listening to the do shit get shit done podcast with Lee Bridges your regular accountability buddy and kick up the butt to get ready to get shit done welcome back to my bloody podcast la la, la 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 it is episode 31 of the do shit get shit done podcast with me your boy Lee Bridges i hope you're having a wonderful day and everything is peachy, have you ever heard that expression, it's the journey, not the destination? Well, I found that it's all about the destination. The destination makes your journey better every time. I'm not saying the journey isn't important, not at all, but until something is focused on and finished, it's more of a rambling through the jungle lost than it is a journey. And to note, you should be enjoying the journey. I'm not saying don't enjoy the journey, I'm saying you need to accomplish shit to get progress. If your destination is stacking shelves in your local supermarket, like that's your big goal, do you really think that your journey will be better or worse than if your destination is being an astronaut for NASA? A journey needs a destination, and the value of the destination is dependent on the calibre of the journey. Yes, I said calibre. And what? Think about how frustrating it is when you're searching for somewhere that serves food because you're hungry, but you can't find anywhere because it's Sunday or late, and you're in the arse end of nowhere. What happens? You end up hungry, disappointed, pissed off you need the destination same difference if played in reverse you want pizza but you won't leave the couch then you ain't getting pizza a lot of the information that we're given as you have hopefully realized by now is for want of a better expression utter crappy plops we're told to take our time and enjoy life we're told to relax chill out take a few weeks off motherfucker you cannot enjoy life to its fullest if you're constantly lost in the jungle with no purpose That's just existing. Let me say that one more time. With no purpose, you are just existing. You're not living. You're just going through the motions on autopilot. It won't help anything. Plus, if you take your time and take it as it comes, then when are you actually going to start having a life? When you're too old to get a hard-on or remember your kids' names? Because that is way too late for me. Nuh-uh. Unfortunately, a lot of this misinformation is based in the past, in our subconscious. As I outlined earlier, your transition into a better version of you cannot be based in the past. Your transition also gives zero shits about your past. This should be great news for a lot of you. No more playing the victim and blaming what's happened before. No more blaming things that have already happened and can't be changed. So let me explain my version of past, present and future. Or as I want you to now call it, past, now, future. I'll explain the now in a bit, but first let's finally kill the past. Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to ignore your past, quite the opposite, but we do need to know how to use it to our advantage, and we need to know how much of our energy and time should be put into it. To begin, we need to look at this mathematically. It's easy maths so don't stress, I'm terrible at maths. Think of your past, now and future as a pizza. For the average human, about 80-90% to 90% of that pizza is going to be past pizza, old out of date not current stale and useless for the majority of things because it's already been eaten our subconscious brain lives in the past and it uses our previous experiences to assume our future experiences this leaves a worryingly low amount of pizza to focus on the rest of the time even more worryingly this leaves us with minimal brain power to actually be living in the now most people tend to dwell on their past and worry about their future I won't or can't do this or that because I've had a bad experience before. What if it happens again? Or, but what if that goes wrong, respectively? When you put it down on paper, the whole thing is frigging mad. Why would you want to spend the one part of your time on earth that is current and controllable, your now, by using it to worry about things that haven't happened yet and may never happen, your possible future? Your possible future can be negative or positive, but its possibilities are based on what you do with your now. These factors are bred directly from fear. I believe that there are only two main emotions, love and fear, and every other emotion or feeling is a derivative of one of these two key emotions. You can think of it like that time you dwelled on the past or worried about the future. If you're like most people, you probably do this multiple times a day. Again, this is existence, it is not living, and it definitely will prevent you from being able to transition. The thing that they don't tell you at school is that your future is completely dependent on the actions that you take in your now. In this episode, I'm going to completely explain the best ways to use your past, your now and your future, and the detrimental repercussions that can occur if you misuse them. Your past is very important. Of course it is. It allows you to make decisions that make your life easier. Put your tongue in the blender when you're a kid because there's still cake mix on it equals never put your tongue in the blender again. Sometimes our past experiences, actually scratch that, pretty much always our past experiences completely shit up our future decisions. So to make this easier to understand, I'll put them into categories of positive and negative. Things that your past can help with. Number one, pain. Remembering what hurts, what is dangerous, what to avoid and or what will hurt others. Number two, positive experiences. Feeling confident because of something that you've done or been a part of. This could be remembering how you felt when you passed a driving test or you went on your first date or had sex the first time and it was good or the feeling that you got when you had your first kid or bought your first house or whatever it is. Number three, remembering people's names, people's likes, dislikes, stuff like that. These are all really handy traits of your memory, but they're so obvious that we don't need to speak about them. The remaining worthwhile things to talk about on the positive side are, well, not really too much. I'm sure you can think of a couple more things, but I can guarantee that there'll be basic human traits. Now let's talk about how bad your past can be. The main thing to consider is the fear that your past can bring, which in turn prevents you from making important decisions in your now that will make your future better. See how it works? Every worry you have ever had its base in your past. Every single one. Think about that. And even worse, your fears may be built from other people's fears built from their pasts. Insane. I won't go into good and bad luck again because you already know about that. So let's just focus on the luck that you can change. Your future and now is way, 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 way more important than your past. And in true spectrum form, they change priorities from time to time depending on different factors. Your future holds all of your wildest and most awesome dreams. So why do people have wild and awesome dreams and end up in a job that they hate until they retire? This is why I ask people to commit to the daily goal practice. It's a way of marrying the two most important parts of this puzzle, your future and your now. I know a lot of self-help gurus will be getting sand in their vaginas upon hearing my take on this, but guess what? Zero shit's given. The reason I believe they are of equal importance is because of duality. You need your future to gas up your now and you need your now to actually build your future. It's that simple. Just writing your goals down in your journal ain't going to do shit because it's just writing. The reason that it's so important to write your future goals down is that it gets you amped up and forces you to push your now harder than you would if you hadn't been thinking about your future. The two can't exist without each other. And if you let one slip, then the other one slips too. You stop thinking or caring about your future and your now turns to crap and vice versa. You stop pushing your now and your future won't get any better. Forget your past, just focus on your now and your future in equal measures, bounce between them and consistently reality check yourself. So let's baby step it. I want you to come up with something that you wanna do in your future, your immediate future, ideally in the next few minutes or hours. I want this thing to be something super simple that you do all the time and wouldn't normally think too much about. Something like doing the grocery shopping or going to get fuel for your car or working out or something like that. Let's use grocery shopping as an example. So let's say that you've run out of milk and you know you're gonna want a coffee in the morning. So without thinking too much or seeing it as anything more than a minor inconvenience, you would don your favorite flip-flops, scooch on down the street to your local co-op and you get into the shop, pick up your coconut oat milk because that's how you roll, go to the teller, pay, scooch back home and you're good to go. You had a future thought, need milk for coffee, and took an action, thong up and scooch. The problem here though is that apart from the milk, which cost you money, and the walk to the shop, which cost you time, all you ended up with is tomorrow's milk. I mean that's cool because you needed the milk for your coffee, but that's pretty much it. Now let's play that out, exact same experience but with a little amped up foresight. You want your milk for your coffee tomorrow morning, but this time you see it as an opportunity instead of a minor inconvenience and spend a few minutes thinking some stuff. It's time to slip your feet into your favorite plimsolls, my friend. Now, I know this sounds funny, but just by wanting your future to be better and thinking ahead, it will force you to be able to see the opportunities to be had. And it gets your brain working to figure out what those opportunities could be and how you can use them. Everything is a business and you are always working on commission. Even if you don't think that that's true, it is so true. And with that in mind, everyone is a potential prospect for whatever business you're running. And the shopkeeper is no different. So we're going to go and sell the shopkeeper something. This may be as simple as sale as getting information, knowledge is potential power remember, or something slightly less simple as signing them up to your new online course or whatever it is you do. You hill quick smart to the shop, pick up your milk and head to the counter. Now I should mention, certain situations in life are way easier to sell than others. Shopkeepers and checkout folk are one of the easiest. Why? Because they have to talk to you, whether they want to or not. Sly, I know. You have X amount of dead time while at the till that can often just be an awkward silence, so let's use it. If you're one of the people that asks questions that are interesting or says something other than yes, please, and reply to them, would you like a bag with that? Then not only will you make their time at work go quicker, which they'll love you for, but also you'll brighten up their day and you'll immediately become memorable and interesting to them. So back to our example. You get to the till and instead of the usual slightly awkward dead time or nausea small talk that you've got to make, you take the opportunity with one of the following examples. I'll use some obvious ones that I have used or still use to give you an idea. Just in case you're unsure of standard small talk that you may have with a checkout person, I mean stuff like, how long have you got left on your shift? Or, oh, the weather's like, blah, 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 whatever. All of the following can start with, hi, my name is Lee, don't think we've spoken before, how's your day going? Or something like that. To be fair even that just on its own will usually spark a much more valuable for both parties conversation than usual. So questions that you could ask. What do you do outside of work? What is your favourite thing about your job? Do you have plans for the future? What hobbies do you have? Are you saving up for something? And here's some statements that you could use as well. I run a company doing XYZ. You must meet loads of interesting people working here. Is there anyone that you'd recommend me talking to? Or, I'm doing XYZ this weekend and looking for new places to try out. Any recommendations would be super awesome. Or, I'm thinking of doing XYZ next year. What are your thoughts on that? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know loads of you are thinking WTF, but try it. I get so much business from conversations like this with people most other people would never, ever think to pitch to, let alone talk to There are a few reasons for this. Numero one, even if the person you're talking to doesn't have an interest in whatever it is you're talking about, you can nearly always guarantee they'll even know someone or know someone that knows someone. I actually once got a really good bit of work because I chatted to the receptionist at my dentist about music and she had a brother that was married to an events planner. I asked for her details and asked if it was okay to contact her and she was more than willing to help. FYI, people are always willing to help. Number two, it makes you memorable. If you give someone an experience different from their norm, they will almost always remember you and being remembered yields benefits. Next time you go to pick up milk for your coffee, lovely Jenny behind the till will remember you and say something like, oh, you're that nice person from the other day that mentioned that you did X, Y, Z. So weird. I bumped into my friend, tutor, doctor, mum, whatever today, and they needed that thing. I'll drop them a message now if you like. What's your number or website or contact, etc.? Number three, after hardly any time whatsoever, you'll be on first name terms, and that in itself will make the whole experience that much better for both parties. In turn, the likelihood of you staying in their minds and them mentioning you to customers long after you've left is staggering. Point being with all of this is that bouncing in between your now and your future is paramount to be able to force yourself to start not only encouraging opportunities, but more importantly to create opportunities. Now if you do this with every person you meet, or at least as many as you can, you'll start getting a name for yourself around your village and then your town and then who knows. If you live in the future, you'll miss opportunities in your now that are necessary to build the future you want. Similarly, living solely in your now prevents you from taking into account the roadmap that you need to get where you're going. I suggest you spend enough time with your goals that you can taste them, smell them and breathe them, but not so much time with them that you end up daydreaming your life away. Create the opportunity quickly analyse it, and if it makes sense or at least feels like it does, then jump at it, even if it's a risk and outside of your comfort zone. Risk is paramount, remember, and most people won't take the necessary risks to succeed. We've all been told to hold back and play it safe, but trust me, that will not get you anywhere. Thank you so much for listening, I really appreciate it. Remember to share, review and subscribe and always do your research. You can grab a copy of the book Do Shit, Get Shit Done from Scamazon and you can join the mailing list at Leebridges.co.uk where I send out regular helpful treats. Until next time champ! You've been listening to the Do Shit, Get Shit Done podcast with Lee Bridges. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and review. And we also have a mailing list that offers regular life hacks and super helpful content. You can join it at leibridges.co.uk. See you next time.